0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrono. Well done, media.
1: Eight thirteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. For a lot of folks, the first day of school. Don't text. I know a lot of people went back before Labor Day. Some started Friday. Yes, I know. Some started Friday. I don't get what the what the Friday start was about. I guess all September I can
0: th- one, baby. <laughs>
1: All I can think of, too, there is you have this borderline throwaway day for your first day of school. Kids are nuts. Teachers are just trying to figure things out, right? Yeah, yeah. So you get them in there for that throwaway day before the long weekend. and you get your you know classroom rules. If you're high school level, you give them the syllabus. This is what we do. These are the expectations. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No homework this weekend if you're if you're the cool teachers. If you're that teacher, it's like read that first chapter. But either way, then you come back after Labor Day and hit the ground running here on this Tuesday. But for many kids here in Wisconsin, today is the first day back to school. A couple of tough stories about uh, the bus driver situation. And, you know, this was already becoming uh, an issue before COVID. A little bit strain on the bus system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Companies having trouble finding drivers. And then COVID broke everything. And now it's still not back. story about Waukesha down nine routes right now.
0: Well, there are some districts that are able to pull it off. I think I read East Troy is doing well because more than 50% of the drivers are parents. It's amazing.
1: You know, my wife used to be a teacher. I said to her yesterday because we were listening to the story on that, and I said, like, you'd be a good bus driver. Like, you were a former teacher. You had good discipline in your class. She's like, well, those kids were looking for a grade from me. <laughs> like, they, they needed to at some point mm. come correct and behave. Like, I thought she could be a good bus driver. So but that, that was just from a behavioral standpoint. Then I said, of course, there's, you still have to drive the bus, <laughs> which yeah, is
0: something. So you have to drive the bus. You have to have a commercial license, right? Yeah. I mean, you, some days you're working splits, right? Like, I assume that there are some folks that do both routes, both to school and from school at the end of the day. That's a tough job.
1: We were talking earlier with Storm Team 4 chief meteorologist Brian Niznansky. He's got littler ones, and they're up in the Grafton area. And he said his, uh, you know, his elementary school girls were... The ride home was almost two hours. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's way too long. Can't be by, by design. You have to think that they must be impacted as well by the shortage because you don't want kids on a bus for two hours. No. If you multiply that by two, I mean, can't be on the, on the bus for two to three to four hours a day.
0: Well, I know that there are some districts, too, that have like scattered start times, right? So they've changed they to, right? when the elementary school starts versus the middle school versus the high school just to make it a little bit easier. I know even with sports, I don't know if uh, your son,
1: Eric, and I both have kids in cross-country. I know Max said they were like, why do we have to be at the bus this
0: early? They let, their bus was like super early for a meet, but that's when they could get the bus. So maybe that's what that is. I've always wondered about that. Like even for track, it's like they're, they're hours and
1: hours. How are you getting out of, of
0: school at one thirty
1: <laughs> if you're going to still be at the venue at 9 p.m.? <laughs>
0: right, And you have to wait for the bus.
1: Right. And then you're waiting for the bus. Right. <laughs> But not for nothing. I mean, obviously, if you're if you're a parent right now and you're not sure, especially if you got younger kids, your older kids like figure stuff out. They'll be okay. If you got elementary school kids, you know, putting them on a bus is kind of a little That's tugs it, at the heart a, a little thing, bit. Is, yeah. is my child sure. going to be okay on the
0: bus? So you have all of that going on, and then like if you're worried about whether or not the bus is going to come, and if you have a uh, job that requires you to be someplace else yeah. at that time, all
1: of that stress. I don't know how we figured that out. Because I know a number of the bus companies have
0: offered new new driver signing bonuses. I know their wages are up. Well, I mean, you got some surplus money, right? you got all those coins we're swimming through in Madison. <laughs> Sadly, though, that's your answer for everything that's broken. Uh,
1: kick some of that surplus. We're, we're running a deficit on the surplus money for all the things you want to spend it on over
0: here. <laughs> hey, all I know is someone's swimming in a giant bag of in- money. Duck McScrooge, Scrooge McDuck, swimming in the coins. If I were to jump into the surplus vat of money, would it be dollar bills or would it be coins? I'm not sure which I'd prefer. No, it's just
1: ones and zeros <laughs> now. It's not actual <laughs> coins. I don't know what the solution is, though. Hard job, hard to find people to do anything right now, but definitely something that needs to be addressed. We need it's more amazing. drivers. It's
0: a, what's amazing, too, is that you talk about that how how much that's required how much we rely on it but there's also a large contingent of parents that take their kids to and from school then there's that i mean imagine if they weren't doing that right? south
1: to drop off north to pick up right
0: always i mean that's yeah. <laughs> it's I, I can't get over the uh, the amount of parents that are willing to to make i do it occasionally if we need to for certain and you got to wait in line <laughs> and it's just like just stresses me out even just sitting there but yes
1: uh, this from Carolyn Kowaskam. I
0: would only drive a bus if there were another adult on the bus to keep
1: kids under control. Yeah, because that's a it's a twofold job. You got to keep order on the bus. If you got kids who've been on the bus for two hours, that's cuckoo time now. <laughs> right? Forget about minds. it.
0: Good luck. <laughs> After a long day of school, too.
1: Right. And then there's the actual operating of the bus, operating it safely, especially now with people
0: driving crazy. You remember like the uh the first day of school smelled too. like the school just like smelled clean and smelled like that giant pink eraser that you had to get right which you never used. Did you ever use the pink no, eraser? It, all kinds of stuff that you that never, never used. used. Did you ever use the, the compass used and the protractor? You used your
1: cracker? pen and you drilled a hole in that thing and made it like look, look look like a little foot.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I right, destroyed
1: so many erasers like that. <laughs> If you had the two sided eraser, like one side was pink and one side was white with that like sort of industrial, I don't know, creosote or something like that.
0: It was (laughs) Was that why was the white part? That was for for, like
1: erasing pen. Yeah. It it did It literally scraped the pen ink off of your paper. By obliterating the paper. Yeah. We had that crummy, like recycled paper that was gray.
0: Back in the oh, days, oh yeah, you took an eraser to that thing. Was like, <laughs> well, so my kids were complaining, but I got two in middle school and one in high school now, so they're a little bit older, and they were complaining about pencil bags. I don't, I can't find my pencil bag. This, I'm like, pencil bags. Why do you still need pencil bags? Well, because they don't bring their backpacks to the classrooms. So they complain about how they're going to carry their pencil to and from different places because they don't – backpacks, at least where they go, are are not allowed to be carried around. I thought the backpack was going to get
1: lighter, too, because they're not dragging books around like we were. You know, if if you had, you know, what, a big old English book, right, whatever that was, or a lit book or something like that, and social studies and math, that's three giant hardcover books stuffed in your bag plus all your other garbage. Yeah. But I thought, you know, with everybody going Chromebooks, the bag would
0: get lighter. Somehow it's not. <laughs> Pick up my kid's bag the other. Like, what? What's in here? Whole library. Right. They don't know what's in there. You mentioned compass too. Is that that was the always, compass <laughs> and the protractor? <laughs> always had said to have a compass. It's like a two day unit something. <laughs> Drawing a
1: couple of circles and we're good. What was that for?
0: Another ruler. Okay, another ruler here. And you bought a
1: new one every year. Where was the one
0: from last year? I don't know. See, you got lucky then because I was the youngest, so I always got hand me down crap. Oh, Someone and that compass was all had bent. Scott on it. <laughs> my brother's name Who's on it. Scott. My brother. So I got like all my stuff had his name on it.
1: I like the uh, I just like picking the folders for the class, right? Because green would be this one and the red would be this one. Or if you got a, if you if you got lucky enough and the parents splurge for like picture folders, you know, a Star Wars folder oh, or something like yeah. that. Oh,
0: well, that could be this and this could be that. We were mentioning trapper keepers before. Those things were hot back in the day. The loose leaf? What was it called? Loose leaf. As opposed to notebook paper, right? Just, <laughs> right. Yeah, like stack can, of paper. Yeah, because you can pull it out. It looks sharp on the side. Looks nice. I like school supply shopping. It's a new new shoes day as well, right? And haircuts. Everyone have haircuts today. <laughs> you said Except yours my didn't. kids. <laughs> my, I don't think mine did either. My thirteen year old's got a shag up there. He's like, I needed a haircut. And oh, he's gosh. bothering you about it, right? <laughs> yeah. My kid, like,
1: he won't take, he won't get a haircut until I take him to get a haircut. And he generally doesn't even talk about it. <laughs> I like like,
0: over his eyes. Hey man, if
1: you need a haircut, let me know. 821 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Back to school. 826 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You can't I can't turn it off from here. Why can't I turn it off? <laughs> yeah, TV. I'm losing my mind here because our, our monitor wall, so in, in the studio, and if you watch us on the live stream on YouTube or on our uh, WTMJ app, WTMJ.com, you can watch the radio show. we got four HD cameras right here yep, in the studio, yep. so you can do that anytime, but uh, if you can see on one of the camera angles, so we have a big video board here. It's got four different screens, so we usually got 4, 6, 12, and CNN up, or we can switch depending on who's got what, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's you They're just get used to it.
0: They're all flashing at us today. <laughs>
1: And now, my little board here where I can control this, it's, it's doing something I've never seen it do before. The play pause button keeps a beep. It's not making a so- sound, but if it did, it would be beep. beep, 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 beep. That's the sound it would make <laughs> Great, if it thank did.
0: You.
1: No, I appreciate that. That's nice. And now it's just now it's frozen across the board. This is not your problem. If you're listening right now, but it is my problem and has distracted me to the extent that now,
0: now we're all sharing this pain together. So fine. We've all been there. Fine. One remote doesn't work.
1: Right. And Eric has like remotes for, for it. And those aren't working either. So I'll keep you, keep you updated on this important story through the morning here on WTMJ. I guess you put
0: blinders on, look just at you. It's so distracting. Right. It's flashing.
1: Hey, uh, let me hit this cool event going on this weekend again. This is a triathlon, but probably not the way you think of it. When I hear triathlon, you think running, biking, swimming, right? Correct. And I think of like Iron Man, where it's like a full marathon. I don't know what's the bike in the Iron Man. It's like 9,000 miles. (laughs) It's an absurd number, (laughs) right? At least least. 9,000. Yes. The swim, I think, is like three miles, if not Um, more, in an Iron Man. Just brutal. This one is uh, is not that, and it's coming to Milwaukee this weekend. Milwaukee's been yearning for something like this. So this is the very first non-competitive outdoorsy triathlon. So first of all, yeah, non-competitive. This is like a participation okay. event. It's something to do, and it's outdoors-themed. So it's not your traditional one, two, three. That's Amelia Kegel from Wheel and Sprocket. They're putting on the event together. It's going to start at Yellowwood in Whitefish Bay. If you know them, it's like an outdoor outfitter really cool company built on sustainability. Great people over there. The founder and owner, Mosh Katz, is a friend. Uh, he's the one that alerted me with the, to this event. He's helping out. All the proceeds are going to go to fund the Milwaukee Parks Foundation.
0: One of the saddest parts about parks is that the places where they're needed most are the places that unfortunately are getting the least attention. We've got some magnificent parks in the kind of our most challenging neighborhoods in our community. And the fact is that they're the ones that need our attention.
1: So that's most there on the parks. Yeah, I mean, the foundation is not going to solve the parks issue by itself, but it certainly helps. And a lot of the good things that are happening in our parks are because of the work that the foundation is doing. And so all the proceeds from this event are going to go to the Milwaukee Parks Foundation. It's a hike first. So they do a two-mile hike. Then it's going to be a 10-mile bike ride on the Oak Leaf Trail. And then a one-hour kayak, a paddle on the Milwaukee and Menominee Rivers. So that's a little something. Something different. I like that. Triathlon just means it's three disciplines, yeah. right? Doesn't yeah. necessarily say which they are. Don't have to come in first. Yeah. <laughs> and, and non-competitive. Let me give you this from uh, Amelia Kegel again. A lot of times, like, you know, outdoorsy, people get lumped into one category. So it's like, you're just a runner or you're just a biker. But a lot of us, like, get outdoors because we just love, like, everything that we can experience. And I think this is a really good thing for people who are multi-talented
0: and multifaceted.
1: Yeah, so um, somebody just texted the the man bike ride is 112 miles. So
0: <laughs> there you go. Anyway,
1: that is not this. The event is close to booking up. It's going to be Saturday morning. So if you are interested, let me give you the website. It's called Outdoorsy Try M K E. So outdoors and then a Y, try for triathlon M K E. Outdoorsy Try M K E is the website for more information and to sign up. 8:30 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 38 Wisconsin's morning news. What are the great trilogies? Movie trilogies. Trilogy to me has a value added to it when you're talking about cinema.
0: I mean, the textbook definition mm. is just three in a series, right? It's tough though because there are a lot of trilogies that ended up with a fourth or a fifth or potentially even more <laughs> right. films added so to them later, right? Right. You look, Indiana Jones was one of those, yeah. right? Then they made a four, then they made a five.
1: Mm-hmm. You got Godfather, which most folks don't believe should have been a trilogy, because everybody hates three. Lord of the Rings. That's a good trilogy. Those a solid one, two, three. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the Future. A lot of folks don't like the second, or some folks don't like the third. I love them
0: all. Matrix, although they just made another one not that long ago. And there are like 38 Harry Potters, right? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't count. Well, I got one for you. comes out this weekend. Yes. My Big Fat Greek Wedding Part 3. We're having a reunion. We're going to Greece. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, 4 And by we, I mean the whole family. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I'm so lucky. So they're <laughs> back. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 sends the family to Greece for a family reunion. So now the trilogy okay, is awesome. finally complete. Now, the first one came out like 20 years ago, but I guess that's it's what we're that doing. long, huh? It's been a long time. I mean, funny's funny. So if it's good, like, what's it matter? Yeah, I suppose. Naked Gun, was that a trilogy or is there a fourth one?
1: Uh, there was, right, Naked Gun, two and a half, 33 and a third.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Were the, were the three. Otherwise, uh, this weekend, The Nun 2, another sequel comes out. What's The Nun? It's part of the Conjuring universe. It's a uh, horror movie. Ooh, out on that. Don't do horror movies. Horror movies actually always do very well for yeah. some reason. They they were almost um immune to the pandemic. What is that about us? Who wants to go and get scared? I'll take
1: freaky scary. I'll take spooky. I'll take like mysterious, weird, whatever. But thriller
0: like, that's different. Yeah, I just don't do boo scary. I think, Stuff
1: jumping out at yeah, I me. Mean, I think
0: that's, you know, kids with uh young younger teenage and 20-year-olds that have some throwaway money. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's who they go after. That's the demo. Because you want to just go there and get, bah! Right. And you, know, you laugh and giggle and eat popcorn. I'll, I'll do, like, right, is
1: it, you know, weave some sort of kind of creepy tale or post-apocalyptic weird, whatever, but, like, just don't jump out at me. I what, don't need that.
0: What about the Batman movies? Christopher Nolan, that was a good trilogy. Okay. I don't know. There's, like, been a thousand Batmans, that's though, true. too. Yeah, like, are there right. three
1: or are there seven or, or are there, what? I don't know. 841 Wisconsin's Morning News. 8.45 45 this Tuesday morning. Eric Bilstead, Vince Vitrano with you. Brandon Snide is producing the program. Greg Pancake Hill will be back on Thursday as he and uh, young Levi get acquainted. So far, so good. Yeah. Greg, he'll check in once in a while. Yeah. I don't want to bother him, but I want to know how it's going. I do and I feel want to help. Bad. Yeah, Can I help?
0: We've texted <laughs> a couple times and I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's probably in <laughs> <When> we, <laughs> new baby so mode. Eric, Greg, and I have
1: this like text triumvirate here and just whatever's going on we'll text each other stupid stuff or things about the show FYI yada yada forgot to take Greg off of that (laughs) (laughs) because he's like busy sorry kid Uh, well he was on I thought I thought he would find this interesting he was on my text chain about what I did this weekend right I sent some video out
0: Hadn't been to see him before. This was the first time. First I'll time. Come. Excellent. I had a kid. Well done. You were so you
1: were here when the, when the birth of this took place. I got a text from my wife. She's like, "Hey, I just randomly a couple months ago, I can get tickets to Pearl Jam. They're playing in St. Paul, like in fall. What do you, do think? you want to, or close to fall? What do you think?" Like, I remember looking at Eric and like. Am I doing this? Am I, am I
0: driving five Absolutely. hours, go see a band, right? Absolutely. I bet it was worth it. Because right? that's super out of character for me, yeah, right? Because I don't it's do cool stuff, stuff at all. At all. I prefer to just stay home and do yeah, nothing. Right, just stare at me. maybe but, do a quad cut today. I think, <laughs> Cut the lawn four times today. <laughs> that's fair.
1: So Pearl Jam was one of those bands though for me, and you know I always talk about how I don't know anything about music, and that's accurate. I'm not into, this guy was the guitarist for this band, and this is whatever, and even for the bands I like, if you ask me to name their albums in order, I probably couldn't do that. But
0: you have a deep appreciation for music. Sir,
1: I think most of us do to some degree, right? And whatever that soundtrack was for us in those formative years, Pearl Jam was that for me. I do have the distinction with this band of, I'm the first person I know who heard a Pearl Jam, like in my crew. Yeah. So... What their breakout for me was nineteen ninety two, spring of ninety two, when they were on Saturday Night Live, and this was when SNL was clicking on all cylinders, like couldn't miss Dana Carvey, Mike Myers. So there was you, you might miss a Wayne's World if you didn't watch Saturday Night Live this week, and you could not miss a Wayne's World, right? So, and this band is on there that I'd never heard of, and it's Pearl Jam, and they're doing this song. to a couple of them
0: but this was definitely one of them crowd sounds awesome right Mm -hmm. really good crowd Pearl Jam and I might be a little biased but generally speaking I have found that the Pearl Jam crowds are one of the most loyal and one of the most well-behaved and enjoy each other and celebrate one another and really communal yes everybody was friendly cool um, we were probably
1: one of only a few people in the entire arena who it was our first time.
0: <laughs> it was very clear early and I, on, and I love that you knew that. Like you actually discovered that by oh, being like, in the know, seat. Everybody's wearing the shirt, yeah. and
1: some people have a tour shirt from ten plus years right? ago, of and course. they're like, "Oh, this is my thirteenth time." And this we saw him here, we saw him there. How about you guys? First time, <laughs> number one, almost fifty. <laughs> it's all right. Here That's we okay. are. To that point, though, and I really appreciate this. No matter what band you like. If you go to see a big show, you want to see, uh, you know, one of these global superstars connect with you, connect with the audience, connect with the. Don't just play music. Yeah, exactly. Don't give me just your playlist and then just move on to the next. Thank you, Las Vegas. Or where am I today? Who knows? You know, right? And Eddie Vedder, frontman for for Pearl Jam, was super present. Talked a lot with the crowd. They did a Thursday Saturday so they had an off day in the middle it was very clear that he had spent some time around town to the point where he was shouting out people that he had met That's he's cool. Like, I finally met this guy 50 plus shows he's been to, you know. Can't believe we we never met until the other night. He's talking to the guy in the crowd. He found him in the crowd. That's awesome. That was super cool. He really Eddie Vedder was kind of kind of emotional. Like he was Here, let me play this. I hope you can hear it well. He was talking about friendship was the theme for the night.
0: Uh-huh. The show is going to be about friends. I actually don't know what I'm talking about exactly. Let's go Connor! And hey, keep on preaching! I have fears that you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go preach. Keep on preaching! <laughs> <region! laughs> you <feel> like <laughs> to <the problem>. find <laughs> Here's his line: here's going to say friendship. You've been friends? No. friends, new friends, <laughs> friends that <Friends>.
1: see each <laughs> other when the road jam goes on the road. He said there in the middle, like, I'm I'm working through something tonight, or I'm going through something tonight. Do you think that had anything to do with Buffett dying? He mentioned Jimmy Buffett, mentioned a friend in another band who had hurt his back or something like that, and just well wishes. Like, he was, I I don't know, like, maybe just, I think, too, like, I've seen this in some of my friends. I don't know if you've had friends reaching out lately, but, you know, our late 40s, early 50s crowd is starting to like, kind of look around at each other and say, why, why aren't we spending more time yep. together? So
0: to realize things. Yep, right? Yep. Why Can't aren't we start. doing
1: more stuff? Why aren't we more connected yep. to each other? Maybe it was something something along that line. I mean, 30 years of playing this music and seeing all these people that follow them around the country and starting to really, like really appreciate, I got a pretty cool job here. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was great. He referred to being in St. Paul as, you know, this is an important part of the country. You don't hear a lot from the rock elite. You know, they're coastals. What's he up, said, Midwest? Right. He's like, I'm. I'm glad I was here, and we wanted to come here. Not, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. But you know, I, I just thought he
0: says that at every show. Yeah, right. <laughs> says that at every show. Tallahassee.
1: We really wanted to be here. <laughs> Definitely thought it was important to be in Tennessee. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought it was cool, and I'm. I'm glad my wife made me do it. You know, good. Got me out of my comfort zone. There you go.
0: Welcome on board. Now, now, now we'll go see number two.
1: Last thing I'll I'll share with you is, of course, he's in the Twin Cities, home of Prince, and he closed with Purple Rain, which was super well-received. Sweet. Played this, too. Just heard from our friend Steph Graham. Here from time to time, filling mm-hmm. out traffic for Deb. Yeah. She was real proud of me for going to Pearl Jam. <laughs> she just texted and Loving the Pearl Jam. She's a big fan. She's, been, she's one of these that have been to a lot of shows. Like, You are cool, Vinny. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not cool. I don't <laughs> Did do cool that stuff. you need validation? I thought you
0: were cool a before that. I'm not. I'm not.
1: I'm no. not a cool person. Really? I wouldn't, I say, wouldn't say that. Well, I don't do cool stuff. You do a lot of stuff. Uh, you know what I am? I'm a little bit funny. OK, that's fine. And it covers oh. it covers for a but lot of a other... other. Not a little bit <laughs> I don't know if
0: you should be telling us if you're funny. We need to oh, tell yeah. you let, if you're funny. Let me tell you. I'm, I'm funny. <laughs> oh, that's that is funny. You let me are do this. Hey, let me do
1: this quick here. WTMJ forecast sponsored by uh, Dave Drake Camp where your comfort is their family's tradition. We are already at almost 80 degrees here in Milwaukee on our way to a high of 92 Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski doesn't think we'll hit the record of 94, but we'll flirt with it in the heat index near 100 today. Not much relief tonight, low down to 73 with a chance of showers and storms late. Max and guys, Steve are in the house
0: now. Have either of you ever done like time capsule stuff where you're at like a ceremony for it or like your local village did a unveiling of a time capsule? Well, I helped bury the Oak Creek one. The- was under is in front of the uh, new civic center. I hope it's sealed properly. Oh what yeah. You,
1: do you remember what you put in there? Is that a secret or?
0: Uh, no, it's the mayoral stuff. So I think a letter. Oh, letter to my to my kids. Like I, basically, I said, you know, I probably won't be around for the 50 years that this is going to be open, but here's my kids' names so they could actually track them down. Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, so the reason I ask is because at West Point they just redid a monument there for a revolutionary hero. So they found a 200 year old box a time capsule and they're like wow so they had this what do you do when that happens well you have you live stream it you have a crowd right you get everyone to watch it and then this happens Oh, they're laughing because there's nothing in the box didn't quite meet expectations (laughs) nope it did not meet expectations expectations. (laughs) (laughs) nothing in there ours is like a sealed tube and it's plastic, so it's not going to biodegrade or anything. So, I mean, it'll be there, sealed. Yeah, the old stuff, they had no way to protect it. Right, so they, after he sifted through the silt... Days later, oh. they found a couple of coins from like the mid to early 1800s. Which so. it's better that it just wasn't preserved instead of the world's oldest prank. Like <laughs> yeah, wait till 200 years from now. That would be awesome. <laughs> Look at these suckers—they're
1: going to think they really stumbled on something. Was it supposed to be opened to? Like, was this a "do not open until the year" or whatever?
0: But I, or I the, was under the impression they, they discovered and it. decided it was time to open it since it was 200 years old. So yeah. then. Uh, they still can't figure it out because it was a big box. So they think what happened was they probably put in parchment or put in some documents or whatever and all that disintegrated, but they found like these five coins. But he was like, This is a really big box for five random coins. <laughs> so they can't quite figure out what happened there, but yeah. Yeah, not. the old folks had no way to protect that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Does anyone else have Michigan J Frog in their head? Remember that was the cartoon the Warner Brothers cartoon. Hello my honey, hello my baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, and the frog annoyed everybody know. so much that they put him in a box <laughs> again. So.
1: Well, what even you... that would have been interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Open the box and there's a singing frog
1: with a top hat. Right. WTMJ now with Steven Sandy is up next.